dear friends, it's Carly, and welcome back to another episode of the I Learned Podcast. So glad you're here to spend a few minutes with me. Who knows how long this episode will end up being? Well, you know, because you're in the future right now. Uh, Curl up with whatever beverage is comfy and cozy and hopefully get you like a blanket and a couple extra pillows. And (laughs) that's, that's where I am right now is in my bed. Uh, yesterday I rearranged my bedroom just like a teensy little bit so that my bed would be up against a corner and I have like put pillows all up in that corner and I am leaning back on this like giant platform of pillows and I feel like I don't know the princess of Babylon I don't even know if that's like a real thing but that's what I feel like in my little nest in my little cocoon that I've built for myself um it feels nice is what I'm getting at and if you can carve out even just like one more little millimeter of comfort for yourself for these next few minutes while you take in this episode I invite you to do that, you know, even pause the episode for a minute and situate, you know, get, this is, this is actually one of the ways that we get in touch with our instincts and our animal intuition is to get comfortable because getting comfortable requires that you're listening to your body and what your body is saying to you and, you know, getting comfortable sounds so frivolous comfort it's such a luxury and it's also like I said a really easy way to tap into your animal your inner animal self why would you want to do that I mean inner peace is is right up there on my top list of priorities Um, feeling peaceful and content on the inside is pretty important to me I'm gonna say all-consuming I'm going to say like, like if there's things in my life that threaten my inner peace or my ability to get comfortable, they must go now. And if anybody is familiar with astrology, we are very much in Taurus territory. This is Taurus energy where we connect with our, our body, the simplicity of our body's awareness. Um, It has nothing to do with your mind, your mental capacities like must technically be turned off to tune into the sensations of your body um so yeah get comfy and hang out with me here for a little while while we talk about who knows what is gonna be on this episode I know I'm having coffee I know that and I know the reason I I got the idea to make the episode was this idea, and I'm probably going to name the episode this, so you probably already know, um, the power of surrender, the power of surrender. And I want to talk about that because I, I just had a moment with my dog and it was basically like a spiritual awakening on like a whole nother level. And that just happened here in my bedroom in the last like 10 minutes. Um, so I want to share, I want to share what happened because I saw so much of myself in my dog's behavior 
and recognizing the behavior in her by extension let me recognize it in myself and in that moment of recognizing that behavior in myself it was connecting more closely to my shadow to my unconscious self to my my fears and my resistance that are holding myself back it was an opening of epic proportions which huh yeah i've been super into eclipse energy lately and so not to get off on a whole nother tangent i am going to tell you the story about my dog but this eclipse season that started with the lunar eclipse here very recently and closes with the solar eclipse here in about a week a little more than that um it's a time of opening and awareness shifts and stepping out of timelines where you know we can't judge by time it's taken us x number of years to get to where we are so it'll take us x number of years to make the same amount of progress no not during eclipse season <laughs> not with these kinds of openings these are boosts to a new timeline so this awareness that scooby my dog helped me come to this morning it felt too good and too powerful for me for my energy i already got the kick of it um, but I did want to share it with you all as well, because I wonder if you can see yourself in Scooby's behavior like I did. Um, so without further ado, here's here's the little routine that Scooby and I do, because she's a corgi and her legs are all of like three and a half inches long. And so she can't jump up on the bed like when I bring my dogs into my bedroom, which they're both laying on the bed right now. Um, it's a very peaceful, it adds to my comfort that they are here sharing this space with me and that I can reach out and pet them and look at them and all of those good things. So Stella, my older dog, she is a Jack Russell mix and is very sprightly and she'll just bounce right up on the bed like it's nothing. Scooby, oh, poor thing, has a vertical of like an inch and a half. It's just hilarious to watch her jump, but she's never going to get herself on the bed. I could invest in some stairs for her to walk up and probably teach her how to do that, but I haven't. So our routine is that I have to pick her up and put her on the bed. And Scooby is a very independent little dog. She was born on 4-4 of 2020, which makes her an Aries son. And it just shines through her entire personality. She's so self-assertive and self-sustaining and she she loves pets loves them absolutely loves them but doesn't necessarily want to be picked up doesn't want to be held doesn't want to be confined at all and so picking her up to put her in the car or put her on the bed it's like freaking impossible like when we very first started doing this she would run from me she didn't want to be picked up and it's so interesting how like she resisted surrendering to being picked up like being surrendering to this force greater than she was and at this point like when i bend down to pick her up to put her on the bed she comes to me she willingly surrenders her autonomy so that I can pick her up and be confining her for like a second and a half before I put her on the bed. But she has learned that getting to this level of being on the bed is worth surrendering for. 
But early on, I had to capture her <laughs> kicking and screaming to pick her up, to put her on the bed. And then she like instantly was in love with getting to be on the bed, laying on the bed. I mean, I haven't let my dog in my, I've had Stella the whole time I've lived in this house four and a half years. And I only started letting them come in the bedroom in this last month or so. Something shifted and I just needed them to be in here with me. Um, so Scooby has never gotten to lay in the bed until just very recently. Um, and so she didn't know how magical it was to get to be on the bed with the mama in the quiet, peaceful room and take a nap. It's very nice. Um, and so she wasn't willing to surrender early on and going for car rides was the same thing. Like she would run from me. It would take me minutes to track her down. She's very, for her short little legs, she can move pretty quick. Um, it was a battle every time that to just to get to pick her up so that I could put her in the car. And I, it really truly wasn't about being in the car because she loved it as soon as she got in there, but it was the pick being picked up being confined, having my power be the power that moves her to the next level. She was very resistant to this idea. And maybe some of you are already drawing the same conclusion <laughs> as where I'm headed with all of this. But I can see in myself how I do this same thing. I am so set and determined on being the one, being the independent, self-sustaining one. I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to do the plan. And because I did the plan, I'll be successful. Very goal oriented, always have been, and probably always will be. But this whole idea of surrender, you know, when you're a goal oriented person, like <laughs> it's just, it's so opposite of anything that you would naturally be inclined to do. Like if you're even a little bit goal oriented, like I am, it's like the thought of releasing and like just opening your paws and completely letting go of control sounds like the exact opposite of what you should be doing. And Scooby has learned. And in her learning, when she came to me this morning, it clicked. I'm like, she has learned how to leverage my power for her benefit. Fuck. My dog is brilliant. My dog is an enlightened spiritual being. She knows now. She's learned. Don't resist it. It's not confinement. It's, it's a capsule that transports you. Are you confined by the airplane or is it transporting you? You know, like, is she confined by me picking her up or is she being transported into a new dimension that she can't reach by herself? She can't. Physically, she can't. She's not built to jump more than an inch like we already established. So it really does have me looking at myself and my own way of going about things. And is there a larger power that I could be? surrendering to, to leverage that larger power to work on my behalf towards the things that I want. And this is where it does line up perfectly with these eclipse energies. I do have a video out already on the lunar eclipse that took place within the last week. 
um, and we are still very much in these energies, eclipse energies unfold for about six months after they happen. So this opening that we're seeing right now, we're going to be working with this unfolding energy for quite a while. So definitely feel free to check that out. And this morning I was studying uh, from astrologers that I follow, that I study under, the solar eclipse that's coming up December 3rd slash 4th, depending on where you're located on the planet. Um, and this energy, it is so much about moving to the next level and having faith uh, in what's truly possible in this lifetime. Like, what do you want and how, how big can you dream? How high can you get your hopes? Because again, a goal-oriented, reasonable, practical, pragmatic, like all these words are so prized in, you know, modern society and each and every one of those things holds us back from getting our hopes up, you know, like hoping that such things would be possible for us, such levels of freedom and spiritual connection. This solar eclipse happens in Sagittarius and those are those are two key ideas when we come to Sag is freedom to hold whatever belief system makes the most sense to us and to live our daily life in accordance with our own personal belief system. That is the the root of freedom. And this this opening with this solar eclipse in Sag is it's the close of a cycle for one thing. It's I know these these eclipse energies they they unfold for several months after the fact. So we have that to think about. But we also know that and I'm not going to get super technical cuz it doesn't really matter, but basically these Gemini Sagittarius eclipses have been going on since June of 2020. So eclipses correlate with the North Node and the South Node. They're happening. Eclipses are always happening in the same signs as the North Node and South Node. And the nodes have been in Gemini and Sagittarius these last 18 months and will be for another little while until the nodes move to Taurus and Scorpio in January of 2022. So here very soon we will begin a new 18-month cycle. And so we think back to where were we May, June, July on through the end of 2020. Like that was kind of the opening of this cycle and this where we are right now and these next few months is the closing of this cycle and the opening of the next cycle. So I always love cycles. I think it's fascinating to see how things repeat themselves um, and how evolution happens, like not only in the collective, but down on into our individual self and our individual life. Like, I don't know about you, but my life looks completely different than it did in June of 2020. In June of 2020, I was still working most days out of the week. I, I mean, I was like full time away from home working on something that while it is very near and dear to my heart, it 
it didn't feel like soul, soul fueled, passionate <laughs> contribution. And that's really what my soul was hungry for going into, you know, May, June, July of 2020. And it was in July of 2020 when I took a step back and we promoted a new manager to, to oversee that business. And I, at that point, went to working two days a week, Saturday, Sunday. So Monday through Friday, I was completely freed up to do something else, to pivot and completely change directions. And it did. It happened that fast. It actually, um, I share this because I don't want to paint the picture that these shifts and these, you know, turning the corner and all of that is just puppies and rainbow rainbows and like everything is jolly trolley happy all the time. What happened was I walked into work one morning in July and within the first 15 minutes of being there, I was so angry. I was so mad because this wasn't done and this person was supposed to do that and they didn't do that. And I was just twirled up in anger. And in that anger, something inside me snapped and said, I'm not doing this anymore. It's time. It's time. I'm done with this. And so I think it's fascinating because that's not the only time that I've had what would technically be called a negative feeling experience turn into a, an awakening, a movement in my energy where I moved to, to the next level because I was so sick of being annoyed with this level. Like I told my life coach here last week when I met with her, I'm like we were having a conversation about something that I've been circling around in the last couple sessions with her. And I mean, I meet with her once a month. So this is like circling around for the last several months in my awareness and really the last several years and really my whole life, like this is, this is one of the things coming to fruition. And I've been in this current level of it, or I was in that current level of it for years. And I flat out just told her, I'm like, I am so bored with circling around the same thing again and again and again and again and again and again. When do I, like, I don't even care what the next level is. I just am bored with this level and ready to move on. And it seems like that's all it takes is that readiness and readiness can happen in many different ways. And that's why I share like, you know, so, so often when I look back at my past and like some of the best things I've ever done for myself happened through kind of a, a moment where I reached my breaking point. I reached my limit on, I'm no longer willing to tolerate how bad this is. And my threshold for what I'm willing to tolerate is pretty high. You know, like things can be pretty good or even great. And I still don't want them because I am looking for things that light my soul on fire. And if it doesn't, it's nothing personal, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to use my time that way. And cause like, you know, I want to be sitting in my bed and making podcast episodes or whatever, whatever I feel like doing. Um, yeah. So it is fun to look back at the cycle of kind of the terrain of what has your soul evolution looked like these last 18 months since June of 2020 and pulling that all together into what's going to unfold these next few months as this cycle that we've been in for 18 months 
is coming to a close and a new 18 month cycle is opening where the new, the new nodes will be in, well, the nodes will newly move into Taurus and Scorpio. So that's really exciting because again, I don't know about you, but for me, this last cycle with Gemini and Sag has been very much finding my truth finding my belief system and then lining my life up with that belief system. I think a lot of people have actually been going through a very similar uh, transformation. Like I, you know, I draw on the great resignation where so many people have resigned for the, from their jobs this year and last year. And it's not, it's not slowing down. It's not stopping. It's not over. And I think moving into Taurus and Scorpio, this next 18 month cycle is going to be even more of that because Taurus Scorpio, where, you know, Gem and Sag are the truth, Taurus and Scorpio are power, power. And where does power come from? You know, like in the low frequency of Taurus, you think it's material. You think, when I have a lot of money, then I'll feel powerful. And that's not true because that's not real power. The highest frequency of real power exists in Scorpio where you have like total autonomy over you as your independent self. You have emotional power. You have the power to be with unpleasant things and still find your own center within it all. You have the power to be transversing really dark, awful feeling terrain and be observing it with the wisdom of this terrain is not who I am. Who I am exists on a much larger energetic sense. Who I am is actually an extension of source energy. We all are. We are all manifestations of the universe itself, meaning we are all universal energy. We are all source energy. And the power of realizing that and knowing that and operating from that perspective is what this next 18-month cycle is all about. So shifts in beliefs, shifts in physical structures shifts in power dynamics everywhere and you think about like the possibilities are endless there are so many exploited people in this world and this next 18 month cycle i see a lot of those exploited ones standing up for what they know now that they deserve and i for one am really freaking excited to see what happens so how does like all of this tie together? Um, so going back to where we started with the power of surrender, <sighs> through eclipse energies and through soul evolution in general, it's really, it's really easy to get caught up in thinking your way through that process or trying to, trying to plan your way, trying to consciously set out, this is the next step that I want to take. This is the next manifestation that I intend to manifest. And then you solely and single-mindedly attend to 
the goal that you have created in your mind of this is what I want to manifest. And that is a block. It just is. And I'm going to explain. So hang with me. Being specific in our manifestations is like Scooby running around on the floor needing herself to be the one exerting her power. Like, she has to surrender to my power to get to the bed. And she didn't even know that she wanted the bed because she'd never been on the bed. So, like, how could she possibly be down on the floor thinking, I'm going to manifest myself onto the bed? She's, she has no idea what the bed even is. And now she has learned how to surrender at will so that she can easily get on the bed because it's so delightful up here, so much better than anything that she can do herself on the ground. That is the power of surrender. That is the power of letting go of the specific manifestations that you think you want because it's not real. It's all an illusion. The physical world is all an illusion anyway. It's so quickly shifting right before our eyes. And the thing is, we've never been on the bed. We've never been on the next level of our own consciousness. So how could you possibly know with any kind of clarity what the specifics of that will be? So blocking yourself by committing to one manifestation that you think this is the one that I want, you are running around on the ground. And until you surrender and get picked up, you don't even know what kind of delightful bed experience is waiting for you. And that's, you know, that's a, that's an act of faith. That's an act of trust. And that's an act of vulnerability. You know, like when Scooby surrenders to me and I pick her up, I could just as easily squeeze the poor thing to death as I did put it on the bed. And most people <laughs> aren't willing to surrender because they think they'll get squoze to death. Squoze is one of my mom's words that she invented. She's got lots of good words. Um, and because they're worried about being squoze to death, they don't ever surrender when really, if you, if you want to practice like spirituality in general and the interconnectedness of all things, then you know, and you you're already familiar with the primary frequency of this universe is love. So surrendering to any greater power to let it pick you up and move you to the next level of your consciousness, it's never going to squeeze you to death. It's only going to hold you lovingly as it transports you to the next place. And that's a practice, you know. It took Scooby probably 10, 15 times of getting picked up and put on the bed before she's now like willingly submitting and surrendering to me. Like when I kneel down to pick her up, she comes over and I pick her up and put her on the bed. Easy peasy. You know, it's no longer chasing her around the room as she runs circles under the bed and around and around the table and back under the bed. I mean, it was, it was a nightmare and I knew she would love it. But me as the greater power, I mean, I can't chase her down. She won't be caught. And so often, like, we are Scooby. We are running away from the very power that would move us into the next level of what our soul is ready for. And maybe this is my Mars and Pisces talking, but I'm also a big believer in if we are supposed to manifest something, it will manifest. 
So if you're meant to be doing a certain business or being in a certain relationship or living in a certain place, then it'll happen. And if it's not meant to happen, if that's not where your soul is right now, if your soul is evolving through other lessons, then it won't manifest. And that's why, you know, you can run around on the bedroom floor as long as you want, but you're never going to get up on the bed until you surrender. And the longer we hold on to a specific manifestation that we think we want, the longer we keep ourselves apart from moving on into the next set of lessons, whatever those are. They're perfect for our soul. We can trust that. We can believe it. We can have faith that the only time that we're going to get moved by the universe is when it's in our the highest good of our soul and probably for most of us, the evolution of our soul also evolves mass consciousness, meaning the healing that we do and the, the levels that we move through in, as our own individual soul is also benefiting the collective. And that's beautiful work. That's a beautiful service to this planet. And for me, I've, I've been practicing my surrender. You know, this is not, I've been running around on the bedroom floor like Scooby for decades, you know, like very goal oriented, very type A, very, very much going to make a plan and make it happen. And, and I'm seeing more and more the power of surrendering even the goal, you know, like to get clear on my values and let, let source make the goal. Let my higher self make the goal. Let my ancestors make the goal. What is it? Whatever next level I'm meant to live, put me there and I'll live it and I'll make the best of it. Same as I'm making the best of where I am right now, you know, and that's where I think the underlying theme of all of this and the string that kind of ties it all together is, you know, rather than a strong sense of control over the manifestation that you want, a strong sense of control over your practice of gratitude and appreciation is, I think, a more sustainable approach. Mm -hmm. So like in this stage where I'm at right now, I practice my appreciation. And in the stage where I was working all the time and I wasn't really loving it, I was practicing my, my stage of, or my practice of appreciation. And in the stage where I was completely unemployed, not making any income while I sat and waited for the universe to bring me my business, I was practicing my appreciation. And in my corporate job before that, where I was making a shit ton of money, but literally miserable down in my soul, I began practicing my appreciation. And it led me. It opened the next door and then the next door and the next door. And if you had asked me, you know, five years ago, five and a half years ago, when I very first started daily gratitude practice, if I would have thought, you know, if I would be a grocery store owner and a grocery store consultant and have a spiritual business where I work one-on-one -on -one supporting the spiritual practices of other people, um, no, no, I couldn't have foreseen that. Just like Scooby not being able to see what the bed was all about, I couldn't know back working at the software company. I couldn't even know like what was in store for me in the next level. And if I had said, you know, this is the kind of business I want to open. This is, this is the, you know, the, the right next step for me. And I'm going to take this step. 
I would have missed out on this whole path. All the people that I've met through my spiritual business, like basically my whole social circle at this point, I would know none of you. And it makes me sad for half a second, but then I realized that didn't happen because I did surrender. I, I left the software company with not a single plan in place for what I would do next. I spent five months unemployed waiting for the universe to bring me my business, which it did. I spent four years building that business so that I could hand it off to somebody else to continue running it for the rest of time, hopefully. And now here I am sitting in the next stage, much like the five months I was unemployed, kind of in a slower paced energy, a restful period where I get to regroup and recenter and surrender on another deeper level to whatever is coming next. I know that as good as this level has been, the next level, the deeper surrender, it's even better. It just gets better and better and better as we go along and as we as we leverage that greater power for our own benefit. And going into this next 18-month cycle of Taurus and Scorpio and realizing our power, this feels so relevant. This feels like like tapping into where true power comes from, being able to leverage the power of your universal self to get what you, not what you think you want, but what your soul really needs and surrendering to the idea that my higher self knows. I trust that my higher self knows, the universe knows, source knows what the perfect next stage of my soul's evolution looks like. And I, I will live the perfect next stage of my soul's evolution. I'm open to whatever shape and form that may take. I'm open to being surprised and delighted with manifestations that are so much better than anything I could have imagined standing in my last level. That's what I want. I don't want to set a goal. I want the universe to surprise and delight me with how good the next level truly is. So... Some food for thought, some food for your coffee time, <laughs> little, little nibblies for your coffee time. Thank you so much for listening and for sitting in this hopefully very comfortable space of getting to, to think in terms of energy and think about ourselves and our expansion in terms of energy and how we truly are a manifestation of the universe itself. And that we do possess a higher self with far greater power than anything our conscious mind can ever hope to conjure up. And maybe even a little bit of relaxing into surrender to the greater power that is absolutely available to us all. <sighs> so thank you. Until next time, dear friends. You take good, good care of yourselves, and so will I.